Hey, what is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of the Lifting Ugly podcast. Podcast so fresh, we have no expiration date. We do not spoil. We stay fresh. <coughs> Preservatives. Nice. That's right. I all oh, we have. Let's see. Uh, let me try and get this back in order. There we go. I am Craig Bird, and the man now to my my right, but on my left as well. Stage left. There you go. Is that other than? Hi, I'm out. Nice to meet you. So, anyone, any any regular viewers that there might be out there, um, somehow we have switched places. I'm not quite oh. sure how that's worked, but uh, we are on opposite sides of the screen. You know, um, let's just shake things up. Maybe the camera was like, "Oh, I'm getting bored. It's time to." So I'm going to do something new. To, sh to shake it up. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, um, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm I'm in a room now. You are in a room, and we have matching flags. How cute is we that? Do. So when I was setting up the room with my parents yesterday, I was like, I have to have the flag <laughs> in the background. <laughs> that is adorable. And mm -hmm. is it, anyone who is watching can see... This is a bro down Sunday where we are wearing our each broing out with our tank tops on. We are big time. Like the guns are out. Like that's a rare sighting, actually. Craig, Craig Bird in a tank top. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. Yeah, not very often. Uh, it just kind of felt like that kind of day. <laughs> just guns out for the Lord's Day. <laughs> that's right. My celebration. I, I have to. I have to show what I am thankful for. On yeah. this, the Lord's Day. WWJJD. What would Jack yes. Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> he would give thanks for the muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everything going on on your end? But you say um, you said good. you just moved. You moved into a new room. Yeah, let's uh, take a little tour. We got got the bed over there. That's where all the magic doesn't happen. That's where all the nothing ever happens, ever, because nothing, nothing ever happens. Nothing we ever, nothing we want to talk about on on here. <laughs> that won't make you completely depressed and make you feel sorry for me. <laughs> and then you have your you have your Hawaiian flag up, I see as well. I do. We have to always. Um, I also have these cute little Hawaiian islands above my TV. That is cute. Mm -hmm. That way you can you can think of home. I can never forget where I come from. That's right. Keep it fresh in your mind. Mm -hmm. So, how's mom's doing? Good. That was a. It was a good trip. They. Um, I showed them around town. We hit some killer spots. Um, didn't have time to do everything I wanted to do just because it's. I mean, their main goal was to help me move into my room, and that's that was their. That was the journey they decided to take. So I'm not mad about <laughs> it, but it's right. good. Um, it was a lot of fun. I just kind of wish I got more time off of work, but it's all good. Make the best of it. Mm -hmm. Did I just got to get my ass back home? Back home to Hawaii. Hawaii. Now that the COVID oh. rules are non-existent anymore, and I can live my life freely. Right. It's uh, the blessings of an election year, midterm elections. Yeah. Hey, look, they saved the day. <laughs> That's right. They expelled COVID. It's a it's, miracle. It's, it's a, a miracle. 
It's a festivus miracle. Yeah, just in time for midterm yeah. elections. Yeah. Who would, have, who would have ever seen that coming? <laughs> I don't know anyone with a fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. You'd see that shit a mile away. <coughs> anyway, so how did training go this week? Was it interrupted um, by your move? or? It was. Um, I got primary bench done, which was good. Um, I got my deadlifts done, which was good. I pulled 605 for a double pain-free, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Um, I got my secondary bench done. And if I get called off of work today, I'm going to go get my squats in. But um, it's St. Paddy's weekend, and this weekend was absolutely batshit crazy. So I'm hoping it's not going to be crazy busy so I can kind of get my squats done. But if not, I let uh, Ryan know, and he's – understanding of the situation so right um hopefully they get cold off fingers crossed well it is also ncaa basketball tournament time so oh the basketball yeah sports ball you know sports ball i just want both teams to have fun that's all i care about go sports everyone goes home winner go sports man go sports go go sports indeed Uh, I'm trying to. Th- my I had a very uneventful. I did more volume this week, so it's very uneventful, and okay, just kind of okay. kept everything a little bit lighter with squats and my bench. I was able to do three fifteen for. I just did sets of eight. Ooh. To to keep from things locking up, and then yeah, um, squats. I did four fifteen for sets of I did five by five. Oh, uh, for at four fifteen, and then I did three fifteen or three twenty five, five by five box squats afterwards. Oh. So that was fun. That was an enjoyable experience. That sounds awful. Yeah, <laughs> not and then, uh, Deadlifts was four oh five for sets of ten to make it even more fun. Who hurt you this week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe no, nobody did, and that's why I had to hurt myself. <laughs> hey, no one hates me like me. <laughs> I I felt neglected because I hadn't had the pain inflicted on me by others. So oh. I, I had to I had to go handle business on my own. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you, you just bring the pain on your own. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. That's what we have to just like the Wu Tang. They come to bring exactly. the hardcore to your door. <laughs> Protect your own neck, Craig. I have to. So nobody's <laughs> nobody if I leave it up to anybody else, it is not gonna happen. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this our episode 21 of the Lifting Other Podcast. I am coming to you from Monument Fitness in the uh, lovely city of Grand Junction in Western Colorado. If you ever come by, be feel free to hit me up and we can get you in for a workout. You can visit us at monument.fitness on Instagram if you so desire or monumentfitness.com on the old intra- the old intranet. And uh, you yeah, check things out there as well. Alkai here is coming Hi. to you from a new room. In a new room in San Diego, mm-hmm. with no sirens because I'm not next to a, a main like junction, which is kind of nice. That it's is a so quiet neighborhood be, over here. 
Siren Free. Uh, Siren Free for I the most part. I live, I live across from an uh, elementary school and a rec center. So, Oh, okay. Nice and so, quiet. The only time you'd hear sirens is if something really bad was happening. Yeah, so something really... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> okay, and I, ju I just fixed this here for anyone else. Anyone wants to see... Check out Alkai and what he's got going on. Da -da -da, Ooh, look, oh, is, is that is, is are they both right? They're both right, and they're both right there at Pico P I K O underscore powerlifting mm -hmm. or free from the federal thumb of the United States mm -hmm. government at now Bellies on the underscore out <laughs> underscore benching. That's right. Mm -hmm. He can he can feel free. Fuck is that noise? All right. So, something's buzzing around here. Needs to stop. It's annoying the shit out of me. That sounds like a robot. I mean, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Okay. Maybe I just need to hold still. Just keep it, keep it calm, keep it loose. All right. <laughs> Extra. <laughs> All right, and anyone that wants to check out the show, what we've got going on, what we post, just the different things that, uh, different shenanigans we get up to, you can see us on Instagram, which is the majority of where things get posted, at lifting underscore ugly. You can search us at lift or lifting ugly. <coughs> you, can, you can check out the Facebook page, but I seem to get banned off of there more often than not, so most things don't get posted on there anymore. I feel like Facebook's worse than Instagram now. Like you can't do anything. No, I posted something. I I don't even see what they like. I don't remember what it was, but I know that like I reread it and I couldn't see what the issue was. And they're like, "You violated our standard, so we're gonna you can't post or react or do anything for seven days." Are <laughs> being a bully, just, Craig? <laughs> well, probably, but it was a lot too. <laughs> Like I say, really, like I can say some terrible things to some people, and it's all—it's usually in good fun. Oh, totally. Uh, always. And then just this one was like fairly innocent, I thought, but they—they they weren't mm. having it. They thought it was completely out of line. <laughs> I mean, okay, so so this week I had, uh, I, had I had I had a couple good ones that mm -hmm. were no issue. Yep. Ra Randy had posted something on St. Patrick's Day about. If you pinch me, I'm gonna punch you. And he's no. like, "This is he's like he's like this has happened to me three times already today." And I was like, "I thought, well, yeah." I, I said, "I thought the uh, the courts told you you had to stay away from children." <laughs> so, like, there's no issue with that. Like, nobody had a problem with that one. Yeah. And then um, I I follow the Axe and Sledge group on Facebook just because mm -hmm. Jack sent me you know, a lot of memes from there. And so I joined yeah. just to kind of, there's a lot of douchey fuckers on there. There they is say a lot of, a lot of really stupid things. And mm -hmm. so this guy, this guy posted and he said, uh, he said, my ex told me I was getting too big from working out at the gym all the time. And so then everyone's like, Oh, you don't need that. No, no, no. That's why they're next. And so I commented, he lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> You have some room to grow, bud. Calm down. Yeah. So I added the he just to, you know, as a little extra dig. Like, yeah, like your boyfriend needs to calm down. Everything's yeah. going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but nobody had an issue with that. Like I get reported for that, and then just some random one. I just they're oh. like, oh, sorry, no more Facebook for you for a week. That's too bad. I like how they're just so quick to ban you for a week. Like it's not even a day. They're already just like, all right, Craig Bird on the watch list. Well, yeah, it is. So now it's like I'm like under like heavy surveillance Ooh. by the fa- by the Facebook government, by the the Zuckerberg lizards that run the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah it's the dumbest thing so it's just stupid well at least you know what it's yeah. like yeah i know what it, 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 it is bad i think is worse though because i'm not facebook at all so i'm not yeah, a facebook guy anymore an instagram ban would be a little bit tougher to deal with just because that's where the majority mm-hmm. i think that's where most i don't know facebook just seems a be for lonely people that are trying to convince themselves they're not lonely or yeah. for bitching about one thing or another. And that seems to be kind of what Facebook is for. Mm-hmm. For the people that just discovered social media at the age of 62 and right. they're <laughs> trying to I add know. all of their uh, grandkids and their grandkids' friends. <laughs> and then they post about whatever random thing kind of pops in their head at any time because that's what they think it's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. I love that. Those are- like oh we got to see little jimmy today it was so much fun he's going into and such com- a big boy commenting on everything <laughs> yeah like, oh you're Hard so ass. sweet these days yeah <laughs> so anyway so so you won't find much for the next seven days on facebook probably for lifting ugly that's the point last one was on facebook so it's okay right, moral more moral of that story is exactly that <laughs> that's that's what we're going with that works if anyone that is obviously not watching right now but is watching or listening in the future would has is entertained in any sort of way and would like to <laughs> donate monetarily and support the show you can do so at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly you can join one of the many tiers there not tears but tears don't cry <laughs> <laughs> or both. You can cry about it while you do it. I don't care. <laughs> <Just really. laughs> so you can get a monthly monthly subscription or monthly donation there. Or you can get some stuff in return for sure by going to LiftingUgly.com and buying some cool Lifting Ugly gear. Mm-hmm. We have hats. We have shirts. We have sweatshirts. We have shorts. We have flags. As here and over there there that way there that is that one which there are quite a few of them out in the world these days we've had a few orders for them so that is appreciated um, obviously two of the orders are right in front of you right now so <laughs> i got one of the boxes in last night i think it should be yeah, yeah. i think it's i think it's the rest of what you ordered oh perfect okay Maybe. cool it should be anyway, at least from mm-hmm. what what I what I saw in the notification. So you should Perfect. have all all of your new fun stuff to wear. I did. I got the shirt. Super excited to put that on. Right. Mm-hmm. Super excited. That, which one? Some you got from the, my the you banner got one. The, oh, the, okay. one. the sign. Mm-hmm. The, the sign. sign. The sign. I'm very excited to put it on. Yes. Maybe if you do squats, you can do squatting in it. Ooh, I'm going to use that as my pump cover while I'm benching. Ooh. 
And then when I rip it off, I'm like, oh, look at this sweet body, everybody. That's right. The belly's mm. out. Things mm. are getting serious. Things are getting real serious. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that belly comes out, oh. play playtime is over. Belly button is flashing, a.k.a. the Pico. The Pico. You know it's game time. <laughs> also, at Lifting Ugly, I think I failed to mention this the last couple of weeks. If you so desire to have one, or even both of us for some odd reason, help you to progress in your lifting needs, you can purchase online coaching mm. at liftingugly.com. You can go to, I believe it is called the online coaching section. It and is. you can it pick, is, is. you can pick Alpha's <coughs> name or my name mm -hmm. and just find all the happy fun stuff that we'll offer there for you. You can it also is. do one-time mm -hmm. donations. Mm -hmm. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do that there. Mm -hmm. uh, same tiers there as there are on the Patreon. It is just a one-time purchase. So that is helpful for you as well. Mm -hmm. It's beneficial. La last but not least, of course, for all of your, not all of your lifting mm -hmm. needs, a lot of almost your lifting all. needs, almost all, especially for belts. If you need mm -hmm. a nice sturdy belt, such as this belt. Oh, I thought you were here. wearing it. <laughs> it's a little too thick and stiff still. It's a little uncomfortable yeah. to wear on a regular basis. But custom made. Mm -hmm. It has my last name, not just, I didn't just put the, I just didn't put bird in there because I really enjoy birds. It is because <laughs> it is my last name. But such Bird cool bouncers. <laughs> I really enjoy. What is that? Birds. Or, 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 horticulture. No, ornithology is the bird watching one. Oh, uh, what's horticulture then? That's plants, I think. Oh, God. Okay. Horticulturist. <laughs> <laughs> Horticulture. Horny, horny culture. Love it. You're a horny culturist. Mm -hmm. So you can get custom-made belts. Alkai over here has a custom-made belt as well that he's had for, what, four years now? Creeping on five. That's still holding up. And mm -hmm. believe me, he puts it through. I do the ringer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lots me of and all my buddies just kind of really go to town on it. On that one belt. On that one belt. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure applied to that belt, and it's held up. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of pushing. Lots of pushing. Lots of bracing, <laughs> as, they say, as they say in the business. Oh, yeah. Lots what of what <laughs> What else can they get from uh, generalleathercraft.com? Oh, man. Uh, we got wallets. We got custom belts. We got deadlift belts. We got bench belts. We got wallets. Uh, they got dog collars. They got shirts, uh, they got knee wraps, they got wrist wraps. And according to the man himself, they are working on sleeves and elbow sleeves. Let's believe when that drops, I'm buying all of it. Sleeve and wrap sleeve and wrap city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not be not like rap city, rap city, but we no. rap, we'll rap city. <sighs> <laughs> Talking about the exhausting process of wrapping someone's knees. I don't know if I'll go knee wrap wise, but wrist wraps. I'll do the, oh, I'll do totally. the wrist wraps. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't think they're good too. They're stiff as hell. That and everyone knows the stiffer the better. Mm-hmm. It only hurts if you fight it, guys. It does. That is a fact. It's mm-hmm. science. That's a scientific fact, is what that is. So make sure you visit our friends, Pioneer Lifting Belts mm-hmm. at generalleathercraft.com. Again, you can get all those things. They are available. They're great to work with. Their customer service is amazing. They have mm-hmm. great warranties on their products, mm-hmm. and they stand by them 100%. Yeah. When I broke that lever on my belt, I had it within, what, five days? Yep. By the next squat Same day, like it, was, it was ready to go. Mm-hmm. It was ready to go. So do you, do you remember what you said about our listeners a couple weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Uh, I can barely remember what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say no. You mentioned how you mentioned how we have some of the laziest listeners out there. Oh, we do, yes. One hundred percent, yeah. So that has come through again this week because we had zero entries for the lifting ugly face of the week for this week no way get on it guys like it, it's already in the video i know all of you guys record your shit anyway just right. pause it at the most convenient time and screenshot it and then send it to us <laughs> it works out in your favor <laughs> it does I mean, you get discount codes and some people i've even sent some free stuff so you just depends on how you know how generous i'm feeling but you'll at least get something well, at the very but, least, you get exposure. Right. We'll put you out there. Um, <sighs> benching faces. I'm looking for benching faces. Ooh. Um, and I am now on this whole elephant trunking thing. Not that I want to. <laughs> I just think it's a funny thing. And so, <clears throat> if you want to. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a sweet phenomenon that only guys can really. Um, well, the the girls here have been trying to to get on board with the elephant trunking. So, so I've know. seen. So yeah, they're they're making an effort. <laughs> they're doing their best, but you're lacking yeah. a really critical um, item. <laughs> so <laughs> the only the advice I can give you mm-hmm. is high doses of Winstrol, <gasps> and you can possibly get a mini trunk going. Oh. A baby trunk. Might wear a little baby trunk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, let that sink in for a little bit. Marinate a little bit. That's terrifying, but yeah. Then there's never, an ex- there's never an excuse of, well, they didn't, they couldn't find it. Oh, it's there. It's It'll prominent. It'll poke you right in the nose. <laughs> it will poke you in the nose, in the eye, wherever. Uh, if you're not, if you're not careful, it'll do some damage. That's for sure. So, lady <laughs> listeners, take a bunch of tests, take a bunch of Winstrol, hit us back up in two years. <laughs> get that See elephant. If you get, get, some, get some trunking. So get your reps in. It won't even take the. Here's the funny thing it probably takes about two weeks <laughs> for that. For that sucker to just start going nuts. So. Doing its thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am so, there you go. That's right. So, get on it. Let's let's see it. Let's make this happen. I do like the oh. effort. I like the effort of the uh, whatever the. <coughs> I, I don't even know there was an elephant filter that you could do mm-hmm. for your face, but I think what the appeal of it was the fact that the trunk is super floppy and loose. Right. So I think that's uh, yeah, 
I need to get better trunking angles, apparently. Yeah, you need to talk to your brother. Mm. Your brother's yeah. got camera camera angles down. He does. It's the so <laughs> it's like that dim lighting overhead. The camera shoots up like it's it's perfect lighting. <laughs> and then he's got all the the transitional effects and because mm-hmm. our buddy Drew is handling all that. Oh, okay. And then all mm-hmm. the uh, the the um, the inspiring background music. Yeah, go right along with it. That I give him shit for. <laughs> totally. It's still not as bad as the. Uh, I mean, it happens on Instagram a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, if you go to uh, good old TikTok, you'll there's a lot of people like their workout videos. It yeah. has like somebody's motive, part of somebody's motivational speech in the background. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, they told <laughs> when they told you that you couldn't do it, you did it. You pushed through. Dig Only deeper. One. Yeah. Dig deeper. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, I this two twenty five is. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm the fucking man. This, this half squatted 315 is going so well. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to put some a motivational speech behind it so everyone knows how awesome I am and how motivated I am. It's always like yeah. Ronnie Coleman or like, like I've heard like a, uh, oh my goodness, of the Ronnie Coleman ones. And I'm like, all right. Can we just uh, can we move on? There, there are other people, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't need to hear uh, "Lightweight Baby" for the eight hundredth fucking time, man. Thank you. Yeah, for it's your like, literal uh, lightweight. Thing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for your. Oh, it's it's lightweight. Yes, we know it's lightweight. We can see yeah, it's can lightweight. See it. I can see <laughs> we that. Can, <laughs> we can think so. It's like the. It's in the hole. It's in it's the, in the hole. hole. <laughs> Anyone who watches golf, it's like, okay, yeah, we, we get it. You watched Caddyshack a couple hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> or Happy it's Gilmore a- references or whatever whatever you want to use for, for golf. It's your, your Ronnie Coleman impersonations are just is ridiculous. I had a conversation with one of our other guards talking about how his buddy explains how Shooter McGavin is the real hero of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's, comes in and steals his jacket. <laughs> let's well, okay. So, so I want to hear how he's the hero of the story. I think I've heard this before, but I don't remember. I mean, I, I don't know. I have tuned it out when I was listening because oh, I was okay. trying to deal with drug people. But I was like, yeah, I mean, like, sure, all right, whatever. But it's not really the plot of an Adam Sandler movie, but yeah, I see what you're coming from. Because <laughs> he's the guy who's worked hard his whole life. Oh yeah, he's established just, himself at, at just the, to uh, golf just to, just, just to have his his moment in the in the spotlight mm-hmm. to be taken over by some punk who has no business being there and doesn't even want to be there mm-hmm. with a hockey yeah. Uh, stick. Yeah, Grizzly Playing Adams had a beard. This is yeah. old sports. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> I ate pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm. <laughs> I can't remember the last oh. time I watched that movie. Well, then it's been too long. Mm-hmm. 
I believe Netflix is a carrier of Adam Sandler movies on a regular basis. They're a proprietor of crapping out garbage Adam Sandler movies. Well, <laughs> like he, all the new ones are rough. He signed, I can't remember what how many, I think it was like a six movie deal with just mm-hmm. exclusively with Netflix. Exactly. And so, yeah. So then he's like, you know, trying to figure out which ones of his buddies need a movie. Yeah. Hey, Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need something? Uh, Kevin James portraying the New Orleans Saints head coach oh when he's. God. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad movie, but they're they're definitely very quickly put together. You can tell. Did you watch the uh, Hubie Halloween one? I actually thought that was really funny. Really, and I, I heard yeah. nothing but negative things about it, so I stayed away from it. I watched it with my like. I watched it with my kids. Oh, okay. And so it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it's good. It has a, like a ton of like Saturday Night Live people in it. Oh, okay. It, it, like the, uh, so one of the funniest parts, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it and is going to be shocked by anything that goes on in an Adam Sandler movie. There's a, <laughs> the, the radio host is, a, is like, has this real, like almost sultry feminine voice that's mm-hmm. going about the, you know, the Halloween goings on. And then when they go to the the radio station to broadcast, you know the shenanigans that are happening, it's Shaquille O'Neal. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> what an iconic voice! <laughs> and so it's him doing. It's him that has the uh, the sultry female voice. That's oh. pretty. It, it's an entertaining. It's an entertaining little movie. It's I don't know why people take people think too much of Adam Sandler movies. It's like they go into it and they're like. Oh, that was a terrible movie. Uh, this, I'm like, it's Adam Sandler. What'd you fucking expect? Yeah. Well, I call it the uh, the snakes on a plane effect. Like, have you have you seen that movie? I only made it through part of like the okay. first the first part the, of it. Basically, what I mean by that is like, if you're gonna walk into a movie like Snakes on a Plane expecting to see a great movie, you're gonna walk out right. disappointed, obviously. But if yeah, you walk into a, it knowing it's gonna be Snakes on a Plane, then you're not gonna be disappointed. Right. If you yeah, if you're disappointed in an Adam Sandler movie because it's the plot wasn't great, that's your fault for thinking <laughs> exactly. that the plots of his movies are spectacular. They're entertaining and funny. That's all it's supposed to yes. be. That is literally the entire point of any Adam Sandler movie is mindless television and entertainment. And if you think that he's terrible at whatever he does, he's one of the richest people in Hollywood. So who still dresses like a middle school basketball team? Right, <laughs> with his, and with he, his double long pants and his ten-year-old <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> oh, I know his ratty-ass shoes and oversized pants <laughs> yeah. and giant sweat. He could give a shit. No, that's what I love about him. I know he's just—he's like he's hasn't changed from being like just every other dude on the planet. One hundred percent. So, also speaking of like TV shows, mm. I have what I think. I didn't think it would be an unpopular opinion, but apparently everyone thinks this 1883 show is so good, which is like a a prequel to Yellowstone. I don't know, yeah, have you seen Yellow? Yeah, have seen, you seen? Have you seen Yellowstone? Um, I'm not huge on Yellowstone, but I did like 1883 more. I'm not saying I really like it. I'm just saying I like that better than than Yellowstone. How how far into 1883 are you? I mean, I've seen like. Uh, it's Anthony watches it. So like I've seen like, I've watched like the first 
four episodes or something, and then he continued watching it without me. But I, the last one that I watched, um, she got remarried to that Indian guy, yeah, the Native American guy, and uh, uh, I think that's it. Went yeah, their separate it. ways. And I think no, I like, I saw. like I, I've liked Yellowstone. Like the last season mm-hmm. was a little wasn't as great. And yeah. I like the first part of 1883, and then it just became this super dramatic nonsense yeah. with this girl. And oh dear, as we travel through this long, lonesome field, I've seen nothing, nothing out here. And oh, so much drama. She's the worst character in the show, hands down. I was like, will you like, shut the fuck up? Or can we awful. get somebody else's perspective? Like, honestly, they should just kill her off and continue with the show. I know everyone was bitching when it first came out because they're like, I don't want to see a movie with Faith Hill and whatever his name is. And I'm like, they did fine. I was like, I would much rather see this show highlight them over yeah. that chick anymore. I'm well, it's so like after that first dude died, she immediately got with somebody else. I was like, eh, she didn't really like that guy in the first place. <laughs> well, you know, she's like every other woman on the planet. She got a little Ooh. taste of the we- little taste of the wiener and went crazy. In like. 1883 frontier, easy to get pregnant times. <laughs> yes, stank bush. Oh, just not we showering been on the road for three months. <laughs> you gotta, you have to like. This is what I, this is what I always say. Like their sense of smell has to like be so deadened. Oh, at yeah, some totally. point, right? I mean, because you're around people who haven't showered, and not only they're showered, teeth, they're like, and all they do yes. is smoke cigarettes. <laughs> They're sweaty and dirty for weeks on end, mm-hmm. and then they're still getting down. Well, they're balls deep in each other. Totally, oh. it's weird. Mm. As, no, one hundred percent. Like anytime I watch like like a Renaissance <laughs> era movie or like a night movie or like a frontier movie, I'm like, does anyone have any sense of how gross these people fucking are? Right. <laughs> well, as so I was I was watching like the the new Vikings uh, Valhalla. Like yeah, how's that? It's not bad. It like I don't know. So like I've watched the Viking, the first Vikings, and then the original show. Watched, yeah, the original Vikings, yeah. and then the Last Kingdom. I don't know if you've seen the Last Kingdom. No, it's on Netflix. It's it's actually way better than Vikings. Uh, I hope but so, anyways, this Vikings this is almost yeah. Vikings got bad in the end. This is like a bridge between the two shows, almost like what happened in oh, between. Okay. Not that it was meant to be that. But that's just kind of how it ended up. Anyway, mm-hmm. so these guys come off this ship, and there's a girl with them. And so anyway, the dude from the the place, you know, they they make they have their little. Oh well, uh, you're probably missing a hot bath. Oh well, a girl on the sea is missing yeah. a lot more than that. That is, you know, stupid shit like that. Yeah. So the next thing you know, they're in the room, they're getting down, and then after they finish, then she gets in the bath. I was like, um, shouldn't you? Like, I would have been like, no, nah, that's okay. You take your bath first. I mean, yeah. And I feel like that's an Let's, age where, like, syphilis and, like, gonorrhea were just totally, like, everywhere. It's like, just give that a quick scrubbing. Mm-hmm. And then we can. Like, take the dude with you, too, because he's just right. as great. <laughs> like, right. It's a mutual he's, thing. He's 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 probably got some some buildup on on the old sack of his that needs to be mm-hmm. needs to be scrubbed down a bit. What does a uh, Bert Kreischer say? Horse bath, pits and pussies. Horse bath, that's right. <laughs> pits and pussies. Let's go. 
You got to get all the all the just wipe the crevices and be on your way. Please, ugh. At a minimum, like even just people that at work, like I mean, I we plow through people at work just because we're a busy bar, but some people just have no sense of hygiene at all. Like they stink, no deodorant. You can tell they don't brush their teeth, or they just like, ugh. They got day, days without bathing, and well, especially like time periods like these, like Halloween and St. Patty's Day, when people are only focused on drinking. Yeah, and they're just like neglecting their come. They're just basic hygiene. Like, can you go stink somewhere else, please? Yeah, they they get they get drunk. By the time they wake up, they're like, "Oh, I need breakfast." They go get breakfast, get their beerios. Yeah, and then they start drinking all over again to finish out the weekend. And the next thing you know, they go three drunken days without showering or <sighs> even putting on deodorant or brushing their teeth. And life is life is rough for everyone around them. These people are animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, that we went a little. That was fun, you know. Talk some some TV nonsense, and I mean, it's why a good is it? Time. But, but what, it, it's funny how like that's that's the thought that it goes to mind. Like any during like Old West or Renaissance, or it's like how dare you, these people? <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna do that, and like no one even like took a cloth or a rag to that first, and like aren't they along a river for majority of it, like? Yeah, just kind of take a dip in the cool water, you know. Let the clean your balls off. <laughs> just let the let the freshness wash away some of the top mm. filth. Yeah. Please, that top coat yeah. that's about a quarter inch thick at this point. Right, everyone, you know, everyone's like full bush status, so everything oh. gets pulled in. We'll call so it brambly. <laughs> brambly. <laughs> Got tumbleweeds. <laughs> I, and then it's funny. So you watch like you know Game of Thrones, where they're like you know full on fellatio status, and I'm like that is bullshit. Yeah. Well, like what? They, like unless you're like plugging your nose and I yeah, it's I don't I don't I don't believe that was probably much of a thing back then. I mean, unless maybe, maybe that's just a royalty thing because people can stay clean. <laughs> So you get that the the royal royal puss that's uh, <laughs> let me ha- let me tug on your royal balls for yeah. <laughs> Have you seen a hall pass? What is that? What do they call it? Fake. Oh chow. yeah, fake chow. <clears throat> that was kind of was a senior quote. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta fake chow. <laughs> That movie. So I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised when, like, how many people have not seen that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, my favorite part is when that drunk chick goes back to the hotel. And she just shats all over the shower wall <laughs> and it splits perfectly. Like, oh, I feel it's better now. So, okay. And now like, they're like, oh. Cool. Like, do you spray down the walls and get after it, or do you send her home? Oh, I guess it depends on how much you've had to drink. Uh, I guess we're showering off again after it. Yeah. <laughs> level of level of de- that's a level of desperation. I think at that point, <laughs> I'm eager. Jeez. How bad? Cool. How bad? How bad you want to prove a point? Oh my God! Show, let me show you how desperate I am. Oh. 
so you can tell so you can tell your wife see i can pull i can still pull it <laughs> after she shit pants violently yeah oh oh it's so funny it's so gross that's just one of, that's one of those ones that happens in your just like it takes you a minute because you're like did I that just really I, did that really i happen? was choked in the movie theater when i saw that for the first time i was like how did they even think of that <laughs> yeah of all the things it's like you know what would be really uh, great <laughs> if she sneezed and just blew it thong pattern all over the wall that would be the amazing thong split that kills me right, every yeah. Time. yeah it could have been a lot they could have they could have toned it down it wouldn't have been near as effective but that that no. split that that made that made magic happen that was primo for sure uh, well let's uh Let's let's move on to uh, <laughs> the right, actual right, topic. <laughs> all right, so this, you know, I asked people what kind of what they thought we should talk about. Um, so I got one okay answer, one <laughs> one I'm going to go ahead and say terrible answer, and then <laughs> and then your girl Chelsea gave us this topic that we decided to do today. So nice. I was well, big ups to Chelsea. Chelsea. I was happy that uh, she came through. Um, and so we just, I just want to go ask you as far as in like strength sports and me personally, I have a hard time like classifying anybody in the sport as a hero. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe respect, like who, who has your respect in the, in the industry? Some of your, your top levels. So my top levels. Um, I guess we'll kind of touch on everything. I mean, I'm not – the whole bodybuilding thing is not something that I'm super well-versed on. Right. But um, I definitely dig uh, – do you know who Johnny O. Jackson is? Right. Yep. Yep, big fan of Johnny O. Jackson. I like Branch Warren. Um Blue collar lifters, yeah, the like the blue collar Texas lifters, like I super dig that. Um, they work with Josh too, so I think that's why I'm a big fan. Um, in regards to like strongman, let's see, I'm a huge fan of uh Martins Lisi's. Um, I mean, I love Eddie just because he's an absolute troll and he fucks with everybody. Right. And then uh big Brian fan. Um, God, who else? Marcus Felix. Uh, he's got the Hercules hold. Uh, whatchamacallit right now. And let's see. It's kind of hard for the powerlifting one just because I kind of – I dig so many different dudes and chicks for different reasons. Um, right. Got for like multiply – um, I'm a huge Dave Hoff fan. I love Brian Carroll. Um, single ply, you got Blaine Sumner, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, God for Raw. Oh my God. Everybody's switching over to Raw now. Um, for Raw, you got John Hack, huge fan. The dude's an absolute house. Uh, classic Raw. Oh my God. Oh my! I'll let you take over because I didn't think about this more. 
<laughs> I need like there's just there's too many people. Like I need to I need to I need to think about this more. I think as the conversation continues, I'll uh, sprinkle more stuff in. But so, like I'm not. Shit in bed. <laughs> I, uh, like I don't I don't think I I can break it down into like that sort of kind of category categorization. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as far as kind of the classic raws versus raws and all that. Yeah, I, use it. I I agree a lot with you in the bodybuilding wise. I mean, respect factor goes to those guys who put in that extra work mm-hmm. um, that have been you know grinding it out for a good portion of their lives just to see even just a little bit of success. Uh, oh, yeah, which totally. Those those Texas the Texas boys down there um, definitely just the way they lift the style they lift and maybe it's because they put in they lift more of an aggressive like powerlifting style it just seems gritty you know like yeah. a lot of barbell work a lot of sweat a lot of rust like whatever gym they train out of i can't remember what it is but it's, um, um i think it's a metro flex down there. it is right okay because the, there's a bunch the original, of dudes out of there that that yeah. train out of there that are absolute houses and and they they're not afraid to go heavy it's not about no. it's not about light weights and heavy and you know a lot of reps it's about it's about lifting hard, lifting heavy, mm-hmm. and doing and just going for as long as you can. And yep. so I've always I've always had a lot of respect for that. Um, I just I always remember when Phil Heath posted a a video of himself squatting four oh five for six or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I mean, your legs are as big as they are, and you're as developed as you are, and like yeah. that's like that's where you're at. I'm like, huh, okay. And it's just because they don't train that way. They don't train to lift heavy. They train for all the symmetry, and that's it. Yeah. They don't, you know, they don't care about the weight that they lift. And so mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit harder. I think there's definitely people in that industry that you, you can have more respect for. But a lot of it's just for the effort that they put in. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at like even someone like Dana Lynn Bailey, who started out as second place the first year that they did women's physique in the Olympia. Yeah. Um, but she's also moved on. She did powerlifting, and then now she just makes money. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I mean, that's what she does now. She doesn't do the competing really anymore. Yeah. Um, but but what her and her husband? I mean, you can think they're kind of douchey clowns if you want, and maybe they kind of are. But they've done a lot for that for the industry, and mm-hmm. and you know, and for growing it and having and growing the popularity. So you know, you got to have a little bit of respect for that. Um, oh yeah, totally strongman wise i mean i just i think of like the most recent things and that alexei novikov and just him his country not just the country where he's from but the country mm-hmm. that he lives in yeah. gets gets invaded by russia and then a week two weeks later gets second place at you know at the arnold in the strongman event mm-hmm. he had everyone every reason to back out and then two had every reason to have a lot on his plate to where he couldn't perform that well but i mean that's when he showed up for his country that's for sure yeah that's uh mm-hmm. you know that's that's big time shit that's yeah. that's probably close to like what i would consider as like a hero performance totally yeah you know someone who has everything everything to lose personally and is in his at home life but still just comes out and shows up and um so i have a lot of respect for him obviously brian shaw and a lot of for Brian, like you can't really find a person to say anything bad about the dude. Like no. I've met, I've met, him, <laughs> I, I've met him a couple of times, and of course he's super cool to like fans and people that want to meet him. Uh, he always makes time for him, which 
is better than what I would be if I was mm-hmm. in his position. I'd be annoyed as shit half the time and wouldn't want to talk yeah. to anyone. And I would be classified as probably a pretty big asshole to, you know, <laughs> just because I get so sick. I'd be like, dude, leave me alone. I'm eating. I'm yeah. with my family. I'm doing whatever. Yeah. Quit fucking bothering me. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do that. He's, he's, he's super cool about it. I like Eddie. Oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, I think he's he he talks maybe a little more than he needs to, but yeah, <laughs> well, I've been from a standpoint of he's a total punk ass, and that's kind of a yeah. He's but like the he, annoying younger brother. Yeah, but he's he's not afraid to say it directly to somebody, so it's not like mm-hmm. he's he doesn't just you know hide behind his social media and and call things out. He does it in yeah. person, and he got his ass knocked down like three times by Hathor yesterday. Yeah, that was rough and, to watch. <laughs> um. And and I, I used to have I used to not have a lot of respect for Half Thor because I thought he was kind of a, a crybaby. I mean, he still is, which yeah. he is. But you know, to his credit, he after the fight he did go up to Eddie and he talked. You know, he was talking to him. You know, he you know gave him a hug. He you know was ready to kind of just squash whatever issues they have, and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some respect for that. Just you guys threw down, you did your thing. Now, you know, let whatever the issue was mm-hmm. be done and move on. Type of thing. Um, powerlifters. Yeah, I mean, John Hack, obviously, he's just for his size and the amount of weight that he can move his all the way around. Is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, you have Julius who's chasing that bench, you know, and he's. I don't know. He's just a fun guy to watch. He's and he looks good right now too. Like he's yeah. actually cut a little bit of weight. The dude's looking fantastic. And yeah, anyone who watches his social media, he's he posts a lot that's helpful for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he posts a lot of things to, to kind of help you if you're looking to increase your bench. And mm-hmm. so he's he's not just trying to withhold everything so that he can no. continue to to be better. He's he's putting it out there for everyone else and. Um, What's well, that's what I like about a lot of Josh's lifters. He they all post content like that. I mean, Julius does it. Um, Thomas Davis, um, TD Smash does that. He was the one who hit yeah, the first right. seven hundred raw bench in a full power meet. Um, you got Derek Thistlewaite, who's in my opinion one of the strongest motherfuckers to be walking the planet right now. He's a two. I think he's a two forty two. He squatted nine, pulled nine, benched a little over five. Um, he's always posting good shit. Um, God, who else? You have Steve Johnson, who actually works at a Metroflex um, in Texas, the same spot with Johnny O'Jackson. He's always posting good stuff. Um, they're always reposting their lifters as well, which is something that's really nice, which is something that I, I really appreciate about Brian, too. Um, you can kind of tell he's making that transition to focus on other things, like making his, you know, what the, he's got his own little supplement company. He's got the right. uh, Evolution, the evolution. evolution Athletics. Yeah. Okay, cool. And yeah. then, um, even like the shot classic, I'd like to see that become the new standard of like, um, I guess like the new, I don't want to say circuit where you got like the Arnold, you got world's strongest man. And then the shot classic would be sick. But I like right. that he's it, uh, giving back to all of his lifters. I super appreciate that. It's not something you see a lot in um, the sport in general, especially powerlifting. Well, and he's, and he's not, uh, He's not just putting his name on something that somebody else is doing all the work for. No, yeah, oh, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's 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 helping. You know, he's helping design everything and and come up with with all the events and everything. So mm-hmm. he does. He puts a lot into that himself. Oh, um, yeah. 
another person that we're not going to go just from a personal level, you know, watching, and it'll be interesting to see what happens this next weekend at the, the King of the North is watching the old Austin Hutz, Hudson Byler. Dude. Um, that like, <laughs> and, and so like my respect factor for him and those really all those guys that train out of the pit up mm-hmm. there. I mean, those, those guys and girls up there are fuck. They work hard, man. Like they're killing, they're killing shit and they all do killer. And so I, I want to see we, anyone who doesn't follow Austin is what 190 is he's in the 190 pound. No, range. Austin, Austin yeah. is no, he's way lighter than that. He's like in the one seventies. And just just posted a single of seven hundred pounds, seven hundred fucking pounds, and Quat. smoked it. Like, right. if if he can get that on the platform on top of whatever else he's gonna pull, and uh, and and bench like that, it blows my mind, man. Like, I mean, he was doing really well with whoever he was working with beforehand, but he started working with Joe Sullivan, who, in my yeah. opinion, is one of the smartest powerlifters and coaches you can possibly ask for. And whatever they've been implementing is clearly working because he's about to smash a huge fucking total, which is that his body weight is insane. So I'm excited to see what he qualifies for and where he gets after this. So I can't wait to watch that happen. I kind of wish I was going to be able to go up there and do it, but it is what it is. A little far away at this point. Yeah, a little far away. And I mean, it'd be cool to, because they're hosting another one in June, right? The pit? Yeah, no, no, no. Six oh five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's they're doing the Black Hills Classic will be at six oh five Grand mm-hmm. again okay. in June. So that's the one that Which, Nicole, Nicole, and uh, Shelby are going to be doing. I would love to be able to do that. See if I can fit it in, that'd be fantastic. But what is it? March. It's supposed to be April, May, June. Like as much as I would love to make that happen, because I. I love that gym. I love that meet that they hosted because it was fantastic. The lifters were great. Like that was hands down the best day of my life. So when you're talking about like even just people that you know that you respect and that you look up to, like meeting Nathan that day, um, that other guy, Justin, obviously Seth, meeting um, that dude, Kevin, meeting Austin, um, even the other chick lifters. Like that was just, that was a fantastic day. And watching everybody do their thing was so killer. Like I, that's, that was an unmatched energy. I'm still trying to look for. Like it's, I, <laughs> I'm hoping every single meet that I do is 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 gonna feel like that. But um, right. that was that was a something that can't be matched, man. Like that was fantastic. Unfortunately, Seth will not be at the Black Hills Classic this year. Yeah, he's doing a uh, bar, bar bender. He's doing bar, bar benders. benders this, yeah, yeah, which is the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is in Denver, there is the mile high that is the WRPF event mm-hmm. that is going to be in August. Oh, and then I just got asked to, I haven't got a hold of the guy yet, so I'm not 100% sure on it yet. But I did get asked about sponsoring another strongman event, I think the, oh, weekend, nice. at, the weekend after that one in Denver as well. Well, that's sick. So hopefully I'm financially recovered from the three that are coming in May and mm-hmm. June. So <laughs> that yeah, we can, <laughs> that we can go ahead and do that. But um, so, yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of, and I would say I have a lot, I have a lot of respect for really just the majority of the amateur competitors, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to powerlifting um, because 
Well, and even a lot of the pros, but this isn't their primary. This is this is uh, it's a hobby, right? This this they all have jobs, they have families, they have things that they're responsibilities that they have to take care of. Yet they're still finding the time to go, you know, grind it out, put the work in, get better, and then do these competitions just as a way to, uh, you know, just it's a goal to shoot for something, mm-hmm. something to, to make it all worthwhile. And I mean, that's huge. That's, you know, that's, that's a big thing. It's not easy. I mean, cause there's, oh, yeah. it takes, it takes one little thing to go wrong and you're done. You, you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, like we've talked about, we all have that one thing that helps us, helps us feel normal and get through all the bullshit that we have to deal with. So regardless if it's something that it consumes your entire life or something that's just a hobby, like the fact that you're getting after it is always a good thing. And it's, you know, definitely nice being in it like like you know convoy is a good it's a good environment like you're we're constantly we're surrounded by people that are fantastic like everyone is working hard to do group of people whether you're doing bodybuilding strongman or power thing everybody's I definitely miss that environment a whole lot. Just, you know, when uh, of, uh, Ruben, it was kind of nice to have all those people around. Oh. You're. Oh. Yeah, I can hear you now. There we go. Ray. Oh, can you yeah. hear me? Sorry, my. What was like computer totally shit the bed? <laughs> Um, well, you were cut. You were cutting out when you're talking about the guys that you're working with at Convoy, and then um, then you came back on. You're talking about when you were up here with, you know, with, with oh yeah, doing the same thing. <clears throat> so when you're talking about just like they don't have to be fame people. It's people that you respect and that you enjoy training around. So it's like right. like I was saying, whether it's bodybuilding, strongman, powerlifting, or whatever, we have the greatest group of people that are there to support regardless of what they're doing, whether it's competitively whether they're having fun with it it's a very motivating environment so when you have people around you that you respect and that you super enjoy being around it makes training a hell of a lot easier so that that aspect of having good training partners is something that can't be diminished like it's it's very 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 important and that's something that i can uh attest to for sure and say even if you don't really have necessarily a specific training partner if you have the environment and mm-hmm. the people and the people around that are that motivational factor yeah. or inspirational not really i mean just the energy that they that they bring is extremely helpful mm-hmm. so outside we'll make this one a little quicker um outside of any sort of lifting anything like that who would you classify in this one i'll go ahead and say as a hero for you in what you do 
Uh, when it comes to work ethic and getting my ass out of bed and making sure I'm getting done what I have to get done. Um, I mean, parents, obviously. My dad works his, his ass off. My stepmom works crazy hours that are absolutely absurd. They get everything done. They provide for the family. They make sure everyone's situated. Uh, same thing with my stepdad and my, and my mom. Stepdad is working there his absolute ass off to make sure he's incredibly successful to provide for his kids and myself like this, everything in the room right now, I, they were more than happy to help me with. And that's something that I can't, you know, be thankful enough for. Um, my mom is always taking care of all of us. So that's obviously something that's fantastic. She came out. It's just, you know, how do you, how do you say thank you to someone that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, oh no, I, yeah. Like there's not a like thank you doesn't do it justice, but it's like a I don't know. I try to emulate my daily actions and then my attitude off of how they respond to situations, you know. So when it comes to work ethic, I like to thank my parents one hundred percent. when it comes to my level headedness, um my grandfather passed away in high school. Um he has four daughters so my mom and her sisters and my grandma so he definitely taught me how to pick your battles <laughs> and uh learning when to give effort into something and know when to pull back um so my dad's mom so my grandma um embracing family and unity she was a minister for a very long time um until she passed so her her style of i don't want to say teaching but the way she ran her congregations i guess was not really a preachy aspect it was more of like a let's get together and hang out with family which is something that you know obviously you're going to cherish because you love being around your family and your loved ones um learning how to take care of people learning how to be loving saying thank you and i love you and all those kinds of things um more work ethic for my stepdad because he works his ass off um learning how to be understanding that's something that i got from my mother and that's something that can't be replaced. So learning how to keep an open mind. Um, and uh, I've definitely a lot, learned a lot from my younger brother, Kainoa. Um, learning how to say no, learning know when to stand up, knowing when to stand up for yourself and where to draw the line is something that I struggled with for a long time. So it was definitely something that I learned from someone that's younger than me. Um, God, who else? Um, I think that just about does it. I mean, I've obviously learned a lot of things from my friends, but I want to highlight the people that have, you know, right, made the most impact. Right. And so, I mean, mine, mine all goes along the same lines. I mean, because I mean, my learning how to deal with, I guess, uh, keeping a a sense of normalcy about you and dealing with traumatic events my my dad has always been somebody that i've had to lean on and rely on um stupid fuzziness um so i i don't know people that know me some people know some people don't um, my dad lost his first wife and daughter in a plane crash um and then yeah and it was a stupid feedback thing hold on so he was they were basically they were on a they were on a commercial flight and there was a naval jet that was out on a, you know just flying around and crashing into the commercial jet killing everyone on the 
holy shit. Um, so he had that, married my mom, my brother, my sister, myself came along. And then um, I had a little brother that died when he was two years old. And so you know, we have, my dad was able to keep the family together, keep himself together, you know, during that, those time periods when all that had to be rectified, which has been something that I've had to rely on and unfortunately um, deal with some kind of similar situations to a certain extent um, and be able to kind of get from him how, how I don't know, how to, how to keep living life um, under, under those situations. And then uh, my mom is a very compassionate person um, and very tolerant she had me as a child so she was an extremely tolerant person and forgiving <laughs> and so that's something that i always i always try and remember i fail at that a lot because i can be very intolerant of other people and um but i i, I feel like i have a, a compassion for people to a certain extent um but then i also have from my dad as well um the ability to know when enough is enough and mm -hmm when there's people are trying to take advantage of, of kind of goodwill and stuff like that. Um, and then another one I would, the other, other one I'd classify as a hero to me is, um, and it, it all probably sounds a little cheesy to someone who doesn't know, uh, would be my oldest daughter, um, just because of the things she's gone through in her life and had to deal with starting from a very young age. And for her to be in the situation she is and be the person she is, um, she could have used those things as an excuse to really just kind of be fly off the handle. And yeah, and, but she's a, she's a stable, now a stable adult mm -hmm. since she is 18, she holds down two jobs is getting promotions. Mm -hmm. She was accepted, accepted into a university for, to, to keep going. If she decides to go that route, Hell yeah, um, man. all while, you know, dealing with constant trauma in her life and, so to me, that's a that's a, a big thing. She handled those things a lot better than I did when I was young, mm -hmm. um, and, and she came out better on the other side and dealing with those. Um, and I don't know. I think I think I kind of went the downhill way for a little while before I eventually kind of got my shit together to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair, no, we've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've all done it. No, I look at I look at her definitely as as somebody that is doing things that um, are better than I did, you know, at mm -hmm. that age and, and handling things in a better way that I handle them. And so I do, I, you know, I, and of course she's my daughter. I love her regardless, mm -hmm. but that's a very, you know, to me, a heroic act on her part is to be able to be the person that she wants to be and develop that, that into that person, regardless of, of the trauma that she's faced in her life. She's a rock so star, dude. Yeah. So those are, those are mine. I mean, mine are all family oriented. Um, as far as like the people that most people will track as heroes is, you know, kind of people look at athletes as, you know, heroic. I don't see it. Um, obviously there's military people that have done heroic things, but they don't necessarily, if it's, I don't know if it sounds bad, but they don't affect my life necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, got, it, it's, it's like you have a respect for it, but it's not something that's right. completely directly uh made a and personal I, impact right and i and i don't know all their stories and and nor do i you know i don't need to there's a lot of people have been heroes throughout the history of of time and 
Um, but the ones that I see, the ones that affect me, the ones that um, have a direct impact on me in my life, those are them. I mean, they're all they're all my family. They're, they've been the ones. Luckily, I mean, I'm 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 very lucky, and I'd say you're very lucky to be able to have families mm-hmm. that have been able to have that kind of impact. Because I know a lot of people, um, including people I've been married to, that their families are not people that they could look to as being heroes and being someone they can yeah. look up to and follow. Um, Absolutely, man. So you know, it's I, I'm I'm grateful for that, and it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so those. It's what I try. I try and be a better person. I try and be the people, you know, I try and take on those those attributes that I see from those people in my life um, to make myself a better person. It doesn't always work. But a lot of times. It's time. the effort. That, that's, what, <laughs> that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I, I'd say uh, I'm glad that you that you have your family that that falls mm-hmm. in those categories along with with my own. I'd say then we're definitely both lucky to have that. Mm-hmm. And so regardless is as screwed up as we may sound when we talk on here. Um, overall, we're fairly well adjusted people. We just, I mean, trauma makes the best humor. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move to our everyone's favorite game show. Mm-hmm. White lights, red lights. Oh yeah. All right, you're up. What do you got for me? I'm up. Oh man, what's your what's your story? Or what's are you my story? Do, or are you gonna do you gonna do a plain, plain introduction? It's a long weekend. My brain's frizz up. It's it's all frazzled out. Um, Let's just do a, a quick let's rundown. Do a, let's do a quick one. Okay. All right. Powerlifting rules. What we are here for is the best total. I don't care about a dot score. I want a total. I want, I want you smashing numbers and setting and setting uh, total records. You know what I mean? Here we. This is what we're talking about. In order to get that done, you have to get at least two white lights as a passing score. Three judges, two side judges, one head judge. You got to get at least two of those motherfuckers to think that your lift is good. Unfortunately, if you get one white light or Two reds, it is not a passing score. Three reds, even worse. You kind of shit the, the name of the game. All right. So this um, inspired by recent events that have taken place, we have a sports beef oh. versus segment. Okay. So obviously, first off, we already know how the, the physical results went. Mm-hmm. But in your mind... And Eddie Hall versus Hafthor Bjornsson. Who gets the white and gets the red? As a whole, I could have given two fucks if this ever happened, ever. Um, But, I mean, like, I just, I'm not a huge Thor fan. So I was hoping Eddie was going to be able to close the gap and and take the W. But he clearly didn't. so are you wanting me to give my lights to either one of the guys? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, one or the other. Who, I mean, who, who do you like better? Oh, Eddie for sure. I'll give a, I'll give him two whites and one red. The one red being uh, sometimes you may talk a little bit too much. 
goes a little too far. A little too far. Yeah. And then um, got slept yeah. for it. So, yeah. To me, yeah. I have Thor reminds me of Eminem. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got a lot of talent. He's, you know, in, in his craft, but then is super sensitive when anyone says anything that he doesn't like. Oh, yeah. He goes off. It's like to just deal with it. It's not that bad. It's he's 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 fucking with you, and you're letting him. Mm -hmm. All right. So this one is a little bit before your time. Okay. Let's see. see. Um, Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. Oh, you're asking the one guy who doesn't know shit. (laughs) You know who Magic Johnson is. I do, and I know who Larry Bird is. You know who Larry Bird is. But I I never watched basketball to be like, oh yeah, I have a definitive answer for this one. Um, I'll give it to Magic Johnson just because that South Park episode they did about him is one of the funniest things ever. (laughs) (laughs) How you can cure AIDS if you drink $100,000 a day. (laughs) And he proved you can. And he proved you can. And it's become Um, the stand, it's been the, it's become the standard of, of anyone who does come down with HIV. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is that Larry Bird looks awful now <laughs> oh yeah and looking at his face gives me three reds for sure <laughs> and alcohol yeah. is terrifying yeah larry larry bird is not an attractive human being no he aged like cheese in the sun <laughs> he, but he, he was he was always an ugly man yeah but this is he like is, new level yeah he he's always looked like he's from a small town in mm-hmm. indiana like he's not He's not like yellow man ugly, but he's definitely up there. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So this one for me is hard just because this was like my That's your era. Yeah. Yeah. This is like my uh impression, like most impressionable time in my life was during the Magic Bird, like tail end of tail end of Larry Bird, like the the height of Magic Johnson's career. Mm-hmm. Um I love like I love both of them. Just like Larry Bird's work ethic, and like Harry, when I hear people talk about him, like he was such an asshole on the court. Like he was just like he would just run his mouth to try and get under people's skin, so that they would like throw a punch at him or they would foul yeah, him or whatever. Yeah, right. So that was his goal: is just to get under their skin so he could take advantage. Mm-hmm. He was a great shooter. <clears throat> he had an infamous like no jump jump shot, like which I respect as somebody who can't jump like his, his, his feet would come off like the ground, like this much. Um, And I, I do. I remember, I remember watching games where he would come out um, when they brought him out of the game, he'd go right over to the sidelines and he would have to lay flat on his back because his back was so shot. Yeah. So he would lay on his back and then when he'd go back in, he'd get help up, he'd go out, and play basketball with his just completely jacked up back. He did that for like two years, which I thought was always thought was incredible. And Magic Johnson was just like skill beyond skill, especially for that that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a tough time with this one. I'd say I'd probably give an edge a little bit to Magic Johnson just because I got to watch him play in person a couple of times. Oh, nice. Being that area, being in that area. Um, and so I, that's why I'm gonna give. Plus, I'm a I'm a Lakers fan. Not as much right now because it's more of the LA LeBrons and not really the Lakers yeah. anymore. Yeah. But normally LA LeBrons. <laughs> Are you gonna watch that uh Maddie Johnson show on HBO? 
I've been thinking about it. I've, yeah, I've heard some good things about it. I'll probably check it out at some point. I mean, it's got John C. Riley in it, so it can't be too bad. Right. And hopefully it's not like his overly dramatic efforts mm-hmm. that he's done a couple times. Uh, all right. Next one Tyson versus Holyfield. <laughs> Before we even get into that, so <laughs> Mike is huge in like the the weed industry now. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but he ears edible. Yes, the the, the, the can, edible the can, ears. He's yeah, trolling the can, himself. Like ears. Right. Yeah. But like, Which, what what better what better marketing campaign is there than that? No, literally not. Like you, you <laughs> trolled yourself to the highest point. You're making so much money off of weed that you could just make edible holy field ears. <laughs> right. It's in it, in it's like uh, yeah, I did it. Now look, I'm gonna make more money off mm-hmm. of it than I did even back then. Cause um, I like I'm tempted to buy I don't even I don't even do any of that and I'm tempted I to buy <laughs> edible ears just to have just to be able to say, look, I have Tyson edible I have ears. Field ears, yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. If I had to I'm gonna give it to Holyfield. Like I, I really like Mike Tyson, but the fact that Tyson bit his ear was a sign that um, he was threatened by Holyfield's presence. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Holyfield. Totally, three white, yeah, three whites to Holyfield. When it comes to boxing, Holyfield, I think definitely takes it because he had he had Mike Tyson's number. Like he knew. He just, he could, he, he was one of the only guys that could control him. Mm -hmm. And so, but I think when it comes, obviously we know more of Mike Tyson because he's more out in the limelight. Like you don't really see anything of Holyfield anymore. No. On a, on a personal level, Mike, Mike Tyson seems like he's, would be a very entertaining guy to hang around. Yeah. A smoking smoking session with Mike Tyson. (laughs) Yeah. Not, not so much back when he was boxing and beating up. Oh. Um, what's her name from the Cosby show? Oh my it, God. Or no, was that who it was? Anyway, whoever he was married to at that time. Yeah. That he punched her a few times, which would, when everyone's like, and then everyone's like, well, how much money would it take for you to take a punch from Mike Tyson? It's like, I don't well, know. Ask her. ask her. <laughs> yeah. She, she got paid to take a punch from Mike Tyson. Yeah, she, oh. <laughs> she ate a few of them pretty hard. Yeah, she did. So, and that's without gloves. Oh, straight fist to face. Just raw dog Tyson. Yeah. All right. Last one Manning versus Brady. Um, I think I like Brady more now that he's on the Buccaneers. Right. Um, so when it comes to someone being the greatest of all time, it might be him. So I'll give it to Brady. And watching his uh, post-Super Bowl celebration with the Buccaneers where they're just tossing the trophy at each other. Did you watch that? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And when he was so hammered, they had, he needed to be escorted out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it to Brady. Um, and I also think the Mannings are mouth breathers. So we'll do uh, – we'll, we'll give three whites to, to Brady. Yeah. Except for kissing his son, that's a little much. On the mouth. 
Have you seen that yeah. shit? Yeah, that's not my well, cup of tea. But the last one that I watched, he was like getting a massage. It was on ESPN too, and <laughs> the son's walking away. He's like, "I'm not done yet." <laughs> like you have the hottest wife on the planet, and you'd rather open mouth kiss your 13 year old son. <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, definitely a well, European vibe to that. Oh, it's progressive. <laughs> <laughs> I I would have to give it to Brady. He's definitely a better quarterback and all that happy fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, all the sports ball things. All the all the go sports type of activities. Go sports. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. As a reminder, make sure you go to generalleathercraft.com, visit our friends at Pioneer Lifting Belts. Mm-hmm. And go get a belt from them or what have you, whatever they carry. Or if you like wearing dog collars, buy a dog collar. Right. And if you are really into wearing dog collars, maybe mm-hmm. you can put your you can put your own little spikes on the inside of the collar Ooh. for ad, for added enjoyment. Ooh. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Different di- different strokes for different folks. Literally. Literally and figuratively speaking. Mm-hmm. Different Love strokes. that. Love that journey. All right. <laughs> All right. We will be back next weekend for episode number 22. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Lifting Under the Podcast. This was episode 21. We will see you next week. And we are out of here. Peace out. Peace out. Fuck the blue.